0: Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach, uh, here again leading up to day one of the championships. We're back at Ramwick. A couple of group ones, really stacked fields. Uh, keen to be finding um, a couple of good ones after a good couple of weeks, especially with futures bets. Um, last week was a bit tough. There were some very close ones, I Montefilia. That hurt, um, but it ran really well considering... This weekend, day one of the champs, we got the TJ, we got the Donnie, the Sires, the Derby. It is a cracking couple of days of racing. Today is Kohai's birthday. So Kohai is actually uh, a bit pissed at his uh, locals. He, we might chime in with him towards the end of the podcast to get his best bets and final thoughts or a best bet or whatever he wants to do. Um, but he is a bit too pissy to... Uh, get on today So we got Tommy And Chris is back So Chris has uh, obviously Done a lot of the Melbourne stuff with us In the past But Chris is uh Yeah He's a die hard Racing fan too So he has done Some of the form For Randwick as well But it is A bit of a somber note Today uh, Quite sad The news came out That Uh I'm Thunderstruck has passed away. Um, I'm Thunderstruck, multiple group, one winner, won squillions of dollars. And unfortunately, had to get euthanized today after pretty much minor surgery. So really quite sad. What I might do, I'm going to actually play some of uh, one of his big wins. So the Maccabi Diva Stakes at Flemington last year. I'm going to play the finishing stages of this. If you remember this, it absolutely... He ran down Alligator Blood, got there on the line. It was one of the great wins. And then we will get the boys on. But uh, this race, it was a cracker. Two and a half lengths in front of Western Empire. I'm Thunderstruck darting through over on the far side. Then came Mowunga and Cascadian down the outer. Alligator Blood, 150 metres to go. Two lengths in front. I'm Thunderstruck needing to get there. Alligator Blood tiring. I'm Thunderstruck over the top. Rumbling hard and got up. A- I'm Thunderstruck! I reckon it's just beaten alligator. bloody to beauty! Absolutely cracking, cracking win. Uh, Pretty sad news, though, isn't it, Chris? Yeah, mate, it was.
1: Thanks for having me on. But, yeah, brutal news coming through the Sabo. I'm a big fan of... I was a big fan of I'm Thunderstruck. Everyone will remember that Golden Eagle win. I think uh, we backed it on the podcast, the Maccabi Diva win. But, yeah, I just feel like we never really got to see him at his best, um, due to the way they rode him kind of a bit negatively and going back. But obviously devastating. You never want to see stuff like that, especially such a likable horse with so much going for it. But yeah, sucks. Always up, say? it sucks.
0: Yeah. Always up there in the placings. Like I just played on Tommy with um that Maccabi Diva win. It flew that last 100. And that's what I've sort of been wanting to see the last couple of starts too, But it ran a bunch of seconds. It came second in the call field came second in the Cox Plate, both times Animo. Um, but yeah, horrible news.
2: Yeah, mate, it's um very sad. Like, yeah, uh, after that, um, winning the Golden Eagle, we just thought, oh, this was going to be completely incredible. And um, yeah, it, it's sad to see. Um, we, we had that breakdown of a horse as well during the week and it's, yeah,
0: yesterday, yeah. it's
2: not yeah it's not it's not a great look for the game but, but um and you see how heartbroken these people are over these horses as well so it's just um it's just really sad to see and just feel really bad for all people that are involved with the horse and um these horses that break down and get really close and we become big fans of them too like you you as you played on with it, you go back and you watch these huge races, and yeah, you really miss these horses. I, I'm really keen to see. Um, just as little mention for Saturday, uh, Happy Clapper is going to be uh, on course, and a lot of people can go see Happy Clapper, and it's going to lead them out for the Donny as well. So I'm really, I'm really happy to get there and see Happy Clapper as well because yeah, these champion horses, you you don't want to see them go and miss at all. Um, yeah, we we uh,
1: form a bond with them, and it's sad to see them go. It brings back memories, doesn't it, Tommy? Like, like happy ones. It's it gets you like moving a bit more sometimes than other things that happen. in Yeah, play. 100
2: percent, mate. Like, yeah, we form connections with them. It's 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 just like watching your favorite footy player or anything like that. Like, you see these great creatures; they're all characters, and um, yeah, it's it's really sad when it happens. And a, a great support around. I think uh, Mick Guerin was the first one to tweet it out, but the. Uh, news got passed really quickly, and a lot of really good responses from people really loving the horse and uh, just celebrating, celebrating his life. And that's that's what you're gonna want to do at this stage.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, when you, when we think of uh, when we think of things like this weekend, when you think of good memories, uh, it was only a couple of years ago, Tommy, that you won yourself a Doncaster. That was a good day, wasn't it? With um Natoya, <laughs> yeah, it's the only. I think in you know. Like, <laughs>
2: Five years, it's pretty much the only one I wasn't on course for because of COVID. I, I was out there working on the slipper day. I think I was only one of about 100 people on track. And then they had to cut that down due to COVID. And I was watching it from the office. And uh, Were you there, Zach, when we are watching in the office? Yeah, or? Well, yeah,
0: 41, yeah. 41 bucks it paid.
2: M- may have carried on a bit, but I was um, <laughs> pretty excited. I, I caught a home from the six hundred. And, uh, yeah, rode a pretty strong there. And, yeah, it was, it was was great. No, she, um, she did really well. You you never know because she came out of the George Rider and she got absolutely drained by very elegant. again. And you thought she was going to run well, but $41. But I know Brad Gray, uh, friend of the podcast, he was saying, oh, she's got that run in her still. And, yeah, she paid off, she paid off really well with that, um, with that massive win. Yeah, that was a, Great day for not being able to be there, but yeah, always great memories.
0: It's good having uh, actually James Innes yeah. Junior. That was a call. Cool...
2: Yeah, uh, and just his reaction after the race as well was just was great. And same with Wendy. And then uh, after um, after the race, got to enjoy pizza and some champagne. So um, she was living it up. <laughs> I'm
0: sure. I'm sure you celebrated the same, backing it at forty one dollars. And I think first is upwards of. I don't even want to know eight hundred grand or something. So I know you obviously don't get that, but it's um, it's not everyone that gets to be involved with Group One winners. So it's a pretty exciting time. And then and I, I am thinking. Am I thinking Brad Davidson liked Star of the Seas and the sec came second? I hope it did. I hope he wasn't. Yeah, it.
2: I think as well. <laughs> that I hope he was, that was the only. That was the only year the uh, Doncaster got reduced by. I think 50% and then a little bit more as well. I've oh, no, uh, uh, seen pay increases uh, since, and now it's a uh, what, $1 right million dollar race. I'm just just
0: saying. Just How much is it worth these days? $4 million? Uh, It's $4 million so. this year. Uh, it was yeah. one, one and a half the year you got it. <laughs> That's pure. Anyway, can't cry, can't cry poor. Can't cry poor. Um, yeah, you're not getting sympathy for me on that. Sorry. I, the championship days are that's just
1: inflation, isn't
0: it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's only like inflation more joke, than double. The um,
1: unders on the inflation joke on the pod cashes in the
2: dollar ten. Well, how- Mate, I've heard both of you complain about when you've got a couple of dollars unders. So um when it yeah, when it's on that magnitude, I,
0: I think I've got a fair cry. Well Chris, where's it? Are you I'm sure you've got a couple of horses at the moment, where are they running the picnics?
1: Um and I actually got one in on Saturday at Kemlock. Do you really? Uh, Not Kembla, Hawkesbury. What Mm. am I talking about? Even better. And and when I say I've got one, I'm in a syndicate. Uh, The syndicate owns 10%. I literally own one percent of the horse.
0: Still involved, mate.
1: Yeah, Still it'd be evolved. winning on Friday too, actually,
0: just quietly. No, we'll, be, we'll, we'll go over that towards the end. But when we talk, um, I'm a big Randwick guy. I know a lot of people like their Rose Hill stuff, but I get really excited when we go back to week. The TJ is probably my one of my favourite races of the year. This weekend has a stacked field of a couple of the group ones. The Donnie is a fantastic field. The fact that you're getting you know upwards of $10 for all these chances besides Mr. Brightside is unreal. Uh, but... It's all about Randwick this weekend. Um, Chris has a couple of tips for South Australia and some provincials that we would go over at the end. Uh, they all I've, pay the same, mate. They all pay the same. That's right, exactly right. But uh, let's fly through some of them. Um, the kindergarten stakes, obviously... Uh, a couple of people are going to remember some of these horses, example like Barber, etc. Barber's there at four twenty. Huey is aboard. Uh, it's coming a couple of bucks. Likewise has Libertad. Chad is aboard for Annabelle. Salitaire is there. J-Mac uh, on the drift. And then we're double figures for a couple of the others. Uh, obviously, Zach Burton is back. And uh, Mr. Mar- Magic Man is here too, which is uh, pretty exciting to see. Uh Tommy, we'll go to you first. Kindergarten stakes, 1,100 metres. Are you liking anything? Are you disliking anything?
2: Uh, Mate, I think I've got to go with Barber. I think the slipper form is probably going to be the form for a few of these two-year-old races. And um, your knife and a golden slipper doesn't seem like much, but I think it's enough to uh, factor in this race pretty well. It's been backing from $6... Uh, there's a couple of, couple of unknowns, like a couple of horses have won some midweeks and stepping up and it'll be good to see. But uh, I'm going to go with a proven performer in Barber, I think, Yui Bowman on. And if he can get back to his test, I think, yeah, massive chance and I don't
1: mind the 420.
0: Chris, you looking for a bit of value in the first?
1: Yeah, cutting off Barber, I was blown away by the tear trial, it was unbelievable and the times backed that up. So that's probably where I am leaning. My first thought was Remedies, who dodged the slip bar. I might not have got a run, actually, now that I say that, probably should have researched that. But Damien Lane, aboard who I'm a big fan of, uh double figures at the moment. But yeah, certainly can't knock barber. I think that's where I'll land with Remedies or Salter. But yeah, too, at Phillies and, and and again up against those Colts. I'm happy to be with one of those
0: Phillies. It's good research for the first race. Always well done. We've um, <laughs> got 460 out to 750. So, look, if you can get a good price for it, uh, don't knock yeah,
1: it. Yeah, I'm not fully put off by that too much. We'll see what happens on race day. If it continues on race day, then I'd be alarmed. But potentially just because there's been a bit of rain around early in the week and coming off that trial. But the way... He, she won that trial and then was through the line in that trial. I just think she'll relish the, um, you know, I almost said 1,400. I'm getting ahead of myself going towards the next two old days. But I just think she'll map in a good spot, jam at board. Yeah, it was on okay
0: Okay. Uh, we go to the second where Ossipenko was favourite. It's come out and it came out about 45 minutes ago, which is, um, it was a dollar eighty. I think it was quite short. So, a matcha goes into uh, favoritism. Um, sort of ignore the flux here, but uh, Tyler's aboard. He's uh, now 480. we got Wolverine, Huey Bowman, and Chris Lee's drawn 11. Uh, Glint of Silver is there. Looking for anything that's... Uh, what have we got? Fall of Cindy. That's um, for Purton. Look, uh, I think Osepenko was probably a good thing. Not sure why it scratched there, Tommy, but... Um, what do you think? Gone to the
1: Donny. Kerwin's laying out of the Donny. Osipenko in. Oh, is that what's happened? Yes, mate, and it actually yeah, makes mate, it both was... races better. I think.
0: Osipenko, yeah, right. Fourteen bucks now in the Donny. All right, well, well done, um, Tommy. Anything carbine, or were you originally with Osipenko?
2: Oh yeah, you you would have had to. Then I I really echo what Chris has to say. You thought. Um some of these horses, when they looked at the noms and saw Oscar in there, they would have been going, "Oh God!" But uh, now that scratching gets officially gets Oscar in, I think it would have been in anyway. There's just we'll get to that race uh, soon, but there's a couple of doubt over a couple of horses. But um, yeah, it it definitely makes this race more interesting. Much a last day for new trainer Sarah Ryan's sort of figure. Um, but I'm I'm a big fan of Wolverine. I I backed it heavily in that Canberra Guineas and. I thought he was gonna get there but he, he just um he just left it a bit too late, I think Wolverine and uh, definitely getting to the mile and further like this he'll he'll eat it right up. Um, big syndicate money's been coming for him, I think this rate sorta of suits sort of suits him pretty well. But in saying that Glenn Silva's been really consistent last few runs and you could make a case cut at a couple of odds. I think Cosmic Field for Nathan Doyle's uh um, really nice horse, and he he's uh, rewarding Ash Morgan as well, which is great to see. And uh, just a couple of unknowns with Dubai Flyer coming out of a maiden, and a couple others there, very um unknown. But I'll go with the proven form with uh uh Wolverine.
0: Okay. Um. Also, just reading, uh, Kohai sent me his notes. He's also with Saltaire in the first, Chris, and he's pretty much echoed exactly what he said. So, good minds think alike. Um, what do you reckon, mate? Race two, you agreeing with Tommy?
1: Put me on his shoulders and we'll be six foot. <laughs> um, I don't. I, I'm not against Tommy. Big fan of Wolverine. Also backed it at Canberra in the Canberra Guineas. Will relish getting to the mile and the big track. So he's spot on there. I just found one in Zoe's Promise who gets the easy. Johnny. Uh, Allen. The light. Johnny Allen, but the the, lo, the low draw, the easy lead, is a miler, and I think it's kind of. Don't know. I have his masters an Oaks Horse, so mile might not even be big enough, but an easy lead I think will bode well to that. Um, get going around the turn and look. Zoe's promise actually accepted for Morpherville as well. So if doesn't end up there, which I assume she'll go here, because I assume she'll still go to the Oaks back up next week. But yeah, pretty keen on Zoe's promise. Easy lead, as I said, and we'll go take a hell of catching. I actually had her on top with Osipenko still in the race just because I thought Osipenko was maybe marked a little bit too short.
0: Yep. Okay. Osipenko was really short. I think it was about $1. eighty. That is what Kohai liked, but he's also put in something for the Jan uh, Ter- Gan Terrain. Um, Chris Waller and Magic Man aboard. Yeah. Uh, What's he said about it? one of the more intriguing runners? Philly has Group 1 UK form and could be one of, with plenty of offer. Magic man jumps on. Keep a good eye on it. All right, that one is now $7 after Ospenko came out. Race number three is the chairman's quality favourite. It's always good when there's a $6.50 favourite. Benno, uh, John O'Shea, J-Mac aboard pretty much um, 9 dollars into six fifty. Had a good go already. Almania is there. Dylan's riding for Chris Lee's at sevens. Gin Martini was a really good win at Rose Hill a couple of weeks ago. Uh, beating Thalassophile. Timor is there. Stockman. I know Tommy's always liked a bit of Stockman. Nerve, not verve. Anything else has been backed. Not really. A couple of bucks for Surefire. Uh, where'd you land, Tommy? Distance race.
2: No, mate, this has got so many of my favourite horses. ben <laughs> in Martini, Stockman, Torrens, Surefire... Uh, Asterix, I would backed in the New Zealand Derby at 101 and got up as well. So oh, um, got... some of my real <laughs> favorites exactly why well, I don't feel so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really, I really like this race. Um, look, I, I, and I think they're all hitting form. I mean, Jim Martini was, it was a great win, stepping up, uh, in the distance proved to be the winner. I think Benno's uh, his last run was really, um, really hitting his stripes again. And he gets McDonald on as well. And just that little step up, I think, I think it's really good for him. I probably will go Benno. But if the rain comes, then I'll be all over Stockman. And similar to Benno, he's, his run was really good last start. And I think, yeah, again, stepping his, um 2,600 will really suit him. So um, I'll go Benno over Stockman. But if that rain hits on race day, I'll, I'll be all over Stockman. And then got to shout out my mate Torrens as well. He, he had a ripper yeah. race the other day um didn't get a place but i still think at that odds and he hasn't gone up to this distance but he i think i'll lead it up um he, he showed he's a true stayer and yeah I, I can't not be on him as well so little savor on torrens but i'm with richie
0: yeah torrens when it wins it wins big uh Chris.
1: how many of you tipped, tommy how many of you tip there I'm with Benno and (laughs) a standout crossover on one. No, I'm winding it up, mate. I agree. It's a really good race. I I was a little bit, I was confused during the form of this race because I was like, this is, I've seen Sydney Cups not as strong as this race, honestly. And obviously a bunch of these will back up next week in the Sydney Cup. But in terms of finding who was going to be primed and ready for this, I, I struggled with. I think what I was drawn to was high emotion just because the price seemed very wrong to me. Got form around all these, uh, third in the Melbourne Cup, but loves the distance, can run on any track, the right stable, the right jockey, uh, right racing pattern, gets blinkers again. So you'd think would be keen to ride closer to the speed. Mate,
2: last time he put put the blinkers on, he, he had that huge run as well. So yeah, I, I, I can see where you're going.
1: Sacramento is one of mine, but again, don't know if it's his grand final. Probably works over to the lead still. Yeah, don't know. didn't know where to settle, so I settled
0: with the, 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 the money, with the, not the money, the odds on high emotion. All right. Uh, Coe is gone with lightweights in um, Timor and Almania. So Timor is 9.50, Almania, second favourite at sevens. Race four is the Adrian Knox, short favourite here in sequestered. This is the uh, Godolphin runner, Jay McAboard, coming off a couple of wins, both at Hawkesbury. Uh, premise is there, drawn pretty wide for John O'Shea. Uh, Zach Burton's on Oud I think that's how I say it. Uh, Hoops is there. Slovakia. Look, this isn't run I really know too much about, Tommy, but um, 2,000 metre. What do you reckon?
2: Yeah, I think I think um, it's the right price, really, for the sequestered. I think um, it's going to factor heavily in the Oaks. and you, I think he of $11 now for the Oaks. It'll... Go that uh, way that they've done in the past few years. Dolphin, won this race, back it up in the Oaks and run and really could... well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's wins have been good and I think it's the right favourite. But uh, listening to um, John O'Shannon Radio, he really likes Premise. Um, I, I think he's a real big fan. He's always he's always talked this horse up a lot. So I'm a bit weary of that, but um, I think a dolphin the right rightly uh, favourite uh,
1: favourite horse in this race because I think it'll be
0: winning. Dolphin flying at the moment. What do you reckon, Chris?
1: Yeah, I was real keen on sequestered, can't go around her at all. I agree with Tommy in that maybe take the early price because they obviously go to the Oaks, although I'm not a big fan of the three year old distance fillies backing up in the off the short week. But yeah, this week, real keen on sequestered.
0: Yeah, all right, I agree. Sequestered is currently two twenty five. Look at the futures. Uh, country Prince Championships Final. Uh, really good thing that the racing New South Wales do. Akasawa is equal favourites with Tabralga, uh, both at five dollars. J Mack aboard Ter and a Aaron Bullock uh, aboard Akasawa, both drawn very wide in thirteen and fourteen. a uh, good coin for Bianca Valano. Tyler riding for Stubbs, uh, drawn nine, but it's eleven bucks in six dollars just overnight test data silence on the drift with nick haywood aboard kimberly secrets zach burton gets the ride for nick olive at 750 we're double figures for the rest a couple of bucks for our last or oh, our last cash rachel king 34 into 19 that's probably the best ruffy that's sort of had a couple of bucks on it um but tommy Changer championships final always a good one what do you reckon
2: mate i like the two wildcard system uh this year i think they're the two horses I'm leaning towards. It's, I think Talbogar's a genuine superstar. He almost should be undefeated. Uh, the only time he's had a loss was in a Kosciuszko. Um, so that form's got to be good form. And you're getting $5 and you're getting j Math aboard. I think that's um, that's some pretty good stuff. $1,400 might be the worry, but I'm, I'm interested in the C and I'm happy to take $5 to do so. And I think I've been trying. I think very underrated horse. I would have loved to see... Um, Seen it draw a bit better of a game, but Ellen Hennessy really riding well at the moment. I think she might be able to um, do pretty well here. Uh, Special mention of Running Bear too. I think um, Jan Bowen can train race horse thoughts. Ash Morgan gets in at 54. Very keen to see it. Where'd
0: you land, Chris?
1: Hey, spot on with the Ellen Hennessy shout-out. She's been in good form for a while, so I'm with you on that one. But, yeah, I'm with running there. Thought um, had the same kind of run as Akasawa in their qualifier at Tamworth, now drawn to get a much better run, whereas Akasawa drawn to kind of have to do more work. Um, There's a lot of pressure in these races. So Talbriga and horses like that, Sue Ravenelli, are very kind of tractable horses that can sit not have to lead and, and make the pace, but sit be- in behind them. And I always find there's big margins as half the field just can't handle that pressure. But I'm, I've got a ticket for running Bear at good odds, so stick in there.
0: What are the good odds?
1: $51.
0: Love that. Well done. Good find. Um, you good at like... wins, mate. Yeah. Uh, mate.
1: Kim- Kimberly's Secret was the other one that I would mention. Sneaky good run. Uh, I get the hint maybe he wasn't trying. It's hardest at the Canber- in the Canberra guineas and was very strong through the line. And one, it's heat at Maruya like a real good thing off a really fast tempo. Interested to see if Zach wants to lead or not, but I think he can if he wants to, but what a pressure. So is the one, two short minutes back, and I'm already on running there, but that's probably the other one.
0: Okay. Koei liked um, Bianca Villano and Testata Islands. Couldn't really... Split, but they're both um, decent odds. Uh, race number six, the Inglis Sires. So the first of the big ones, a million-dollar race. Cylinder. Fucking could have won the slipper. It would have been nice. Uh, 280 into 225. J-Mac aboard, another and favourite. Um, V8. Uh, had Damien Lane riding really good win last start, I thought, at Flemington. It's obviously coming up to its third start, but that last win was fantastic. Brave Mead, 650 now, in from 11. Don Corleone has been running well, but it's 450 out to 750, and we're straight out to 18 bucks for the rest of them, like Empire Japan, Mahaba, etc. Um, Tommy Cylinder, look, it ran a pretty good second in the slipper. Shinzo was just very good, but is it worth 225?
2: yeah no not for me i would rather expect something else i think a horse like cafe millennium will lead up 1400 he um he really impressive yeah really impressive on day Boo, coming from back and then um just just sort of got going late uh behind cylinder last start and then i think the 1400 uh 1400 will suit cafe millennium really well tommy mark one on board and if you can get a lot of pace, I think, um, which there seems to be in, and, and you you get one, uh, you get a lot in a two-year-old race. I think um, Gay Source Fort Cassidy will put a bit of speed in Disnac and uh, possibly, if you well, maybe not Disnac, but maybe a few others. And I really think um, it could set up for something like uh, Cafe Millennium or even the Don. I think the Don Corleone could run home pretty well. Uh, and brave me was um, a special win the other night as well, so little watching it. But I'm with Cafe Millennium nine
0: dollars. That Cafe Millennium win uh, before it ran. It went ran. What was it? Two starts ago at Randwick. It, it came did
1: from it play so far back. I'm just like yeah. I'm
0: just watching it now. I might put it like a bit of audio, but um, hit What was it? It was. I I can't even work out how many lengths behind that is, but it was um, fucking ginormous.
1: That was Tommy Mark one as well, was it?
0: Yeah. So it still last at like Remedies 150. Don's under immense pressure. Empress of Wonder the outside and Cafe Millennium from last. Remedies yeah. in front, but Cafe Millennium. Go, Go do yourself a favor and watch that if you don't remember two starts ago. Uh, 19 bucks, you could be shopping worse. What do you reckon, Chris?
1: To me, got that European kind of stare look where you really got to get into it and keep riding it, and even though you think it's not picking up. And you're like you're not getting anything out of it. You keep going, and then it's like it doesn't hit its gear. Like it's it's slow to go yeah. through its gears, and then works into get to like fourth and fifth gear. So I can't knock that. And it's I'm sorry. So Tommy Marklin's the perfect jockey for that. Like if you picture what he does and what he did on that
2: mm.
1: uh, horse that he had those battles against Very Elegant on, whose name I all of a sudden can't remember. That's that's what he did. You know he likes to get a going a long way from home a day. Of, and um, make it a true kind of staying test, which I know it's 1,400, but, but for these two-year-olds, that's kind of the, the limit of where they go. Not where I've landed. I'm with Butch Cassidy, was blown away by the wind at Mornington. Mm, the sectionals backed it up. The sectionals backed it up, was unreal, was strong through the line as well, going to eat up the 1,400 metres. Don't think there's a lot of pressure on, so should get a very easy lead. The other one that I just think was priced wrong was peer pressure. Hasn't shown much. You look at the form guide, and you're like, "How can you include that?" But just looks a stay to me. Was sneaky good after the line off a slow tempo, even though over 1,100 meters last start. And I just thought it should be $50, not 100 to one. Uh, I feel dumb for not mentioning your Cylinder because we your Cylinder could just win very easily. I'm at all look stupid, but just $2. Like I'm including it in the exotics, but I'm not tipping on top.
0: I do like it. So, Cafe Millennium, $19. Butch Cassidy, Chris is unlucky. It was $51 uh, yesterday. It's now $26. And peer I pressure... got the 51s. Did you? And peer pressure is yeah, 151 yeah. now. It was $200 yesterday. So, look, put a $3 trifecta of peer pressure, Butch Cassidy, and Cafe Millennium and retire. Um, cylinder nice. and V8 in
1: for four.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Box the first four up. Uh, TJ, one of the greats, uh, Nature Strip looking to do make it four in a row. It would be amazing. It's going to be a tough go, but uh, Giga Kick is the fave. It's three fifty to four forty though. Zach gets the ride. Barry and nine. Nature Strip five dollars fifty. Bit of a drift. Uh, in secret, this is uh, something I kind of like. I think I was a bit worried about twelve, but six dollars pretty much flat. Private Eye ran, has been running really well. I think the fact that it was ten dollars this morning was a bit uh, generous. Um, I wish I win. Can fly home late. Uh, that is now 750. It was 11. Mazu is there, passive aggressive. Lost and running, I think, is overs. At, I know it's drawn 15, but I don't know. $15 seems a bit overs. We've got Maria Mia, obviously, won the other week, and then a bunch of others at odds, which are all good horses, to be honest. Um, someone's had a couple of bucks on Rocketing by It's 200s into 70, but uh, this is a Kraken edition of the second group one, and then leading into the Donny Tommy. But TJ, who are you with? The Strip?
2: But it's a it's a humdinger. Um <laughs> 20, it is. I mean, what else can you say? It is it is um this is a serious race. I, I reckon I could um I reckon I pick a few here, but I'm gonna go with In Secret. I thought yeah, she was really nice. impressive when um winning the new market. I thought um it didn't matter who was aboard her that day, I know um, yeah, poor Jamie had that fall and they um they got Dean Holland aboard and he he still managed to win by a couple of lengths and I just think he I, I just think she's a serious racehorse I was on um on her at fifty one to the Everest last year and I think she would have she would have won um in saying that Giga Kick was really impressive Nature Strip's going four in a row and then you can keep talking about the rest of them because they're all serious sprinters but um. I'm going to go with the
0: um, the filly in secret. Pretty mellow aboard in secret six bucks. Uh, Chris, who do you like? Epic five.
1: Of it's them? actually such an epic race. Yeah, it's such an epic rendition of this race. I think humdinger. maybe in, humdinger. <laughs> it's a humdinger. You're right. I bagged it, you but you're right. You're spot on. Maybe in last couple of years there's been a stronger favourites, and there's been the Nature Strip and Eduardo Jewels, and yeah. and half the field you can kind of put a line through. I've literally got eight horses written down and that's not including the ninth one, which I want to mention. So I don't know what you want from me. Maybe the the go is just pick one that you've been, that you've had luck with in the past or that you've got a thing for and just stick with it. Because honestly, like trying to do the race like I normally did it, I landed on the speed map and maybe there not being as much speed, as there has been in the last couple of grand finals of sprints, so which led me to lead to, onto Nature Strip. But then I was like, I don't think Nature Strip's going to lead. I think passive aggressive's going to lead, and I'm a big passive aggressive fan. So passive aggressive. So let me let me stop. Passive aggressive is what I've got on top. Okay. Okay. $14. Private Eye, Private Eye, kick, kick. I wish I win in secret. Nature Strip uh, obviously clearly all dangers. I don't think Mazu can win, but it's going to run in the top three. I just – I didn't know it. Lofty Strike I haven't mentioned, and Shades of Rose shouldn't be 101 to to 1. Lost and Running? There you go. Um, No, so Lost and Running I've left out because I keep hearing whispers and rumours that is not right and is not fully fit, and I don't think – like I'd want to see a full up-and-going Lost and Running – Against these It's not a race Where you can not be 100% And maybe that's just Fucking sneaky Grumpy John yeah. Doing the little Behind the neck Sneaky Flick pass But I also think loss and running Is a better horse Over 14 or 1300, whereas it's probably not as sharp as all the rest of these on 12. So it's probably the one that I am putting a line through and happy to look like a ticket if it goes out and wins. And I will just say, well, John Sh- John Shade's a grumpy fucking <laughs> ticket. So,
0: well, let's let's put you on the spot then. Like if I'm going to give you a hundred dollar standout trifecta free bet on the weekend, who are you putting in order? Yep. One, two, and three.
1: Okay, I'll take passive aggressive and private eye to come first, second, and third. I'll take Giga Kick. I wish I win and in secret to come second and third, and I'll take Nature Strip, Marzu, and Lofty Strike to come third.
0: Okay, so, ooh, looks like like passive aggressive. I like it. Uh, it was on Jordan Childs. Um, look, if you like that, it's <laughs> good luck to you if you get the winner here. Good luck to you if you get any exotic. Because has
1: anyone got anyone? Are you got anything going or no? I have going?
0: no. I have no futures going in this. No. Nothing. I like, like I said, like a few of you boys have said, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked at any of these. I mean, the yeah. fact that... Um,
1: Sit back God, and enjoy, right? Like-
0: was it... Okay, so this is a sick one. This was last year. Maybe it was even Everest Day. Rocketing by one, I think it was last Everest Day at like 70 to one or something, right? My auntie, who is notorious for doing about 10 bucks of mysteries every Saturday for the last 50 years or whatever, will randomly like jag shit. She jagged Winner? And then she dragged trifecta and a couple of percent of the first four, and like it was, I'm talking thousands and thousands of dollars from about four bucks. It was pretty sickening. I good? yeah, mate. It was sickening. She's um, yeah. The fact that I think you she's, mean that's great, mate. Oh, mate, do for anyone else. I'm saying, mate, I do form, I do a podcast, I do all this stuff, and yet she can just like just have four bucks in there and just <laughs> do a lot better than me. Anyway, the Donny is next. Uh, the four million dollar Donny these days. This is a absolute cracking edition. Uh, Mr. Brightside would be fantastic, right? Uh, I love the Hayes boys, love Lindsay Park. They are legends, and obviously won last year. This would be a call cool if it could go back-to-back. Back. Uh, it's $5.50, favourites, um, Did open yesterday at sixes, so it's pretty much bang on. Fangirl has been running really well without winning. It's on the drift though; it's drawn absolutely wide. Uh, Magic Man is aboard. It's eight fifty now. It was six yesterday. Alligator Blood, we all know the horse. It's going to put itself there. It's barrier twelve. It's ten bucks now. Converge is there. Zoo Gotcha drawn wide as well. Eleven dollars. We got protagonist Osipenko, which you said earlier gets a run. It's fourteen bucks now. Uh, Golden Mile. Good horse, good jockey aboard. Zach Lloyd is there. Uh, it's 26 bucks in the 16. You've got Communists, which won the other week. Gentleman Roy is even getting a run, so the Hayes boys <laughs> get another one there. Fifty ones in the 21, so someone's had a couple of bucks on it. My old mate Lindeman is there. Um, and then we've got Bandersnatch, and fuck it, the, the list goes on. Uh, Tommy, cracking edition. Who are you with? Can Mr. Brightside make it back-to-back? It would be cool, but are you with...
2: Um, Look, I'm gonna do a similar to what Chris was doing. I'll give you my four for this race because, um <laughs> in no, order. it's 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 humdinger. that kind
0: of day though. It's so good. Another
2: It's,
1: it's grand final. <laughs> another humdinger. Yeah, yeah.
2: Another humdinger. Um, number one, I'm gonna go with the blood. I'm gonna go alligator blood. I think he's been really consistent. Look, the miles a bit of a worry for him. Usually, I think Jimmy Clark at Ramwick, and I think that I, I think the draw there and. Um, there's a little bit of speed, but I, I still think he can hold a lot of these guys off. He's um, and he's come back as good as ever. He, he's he's really strong. He's been competing, uh, consistently now for over a year. He's got his feet right. He's got his body right. I think um, I think he could be in here for a, a massive race uh, for the Waterhouse spot and uh, Timmy Clark. So I've got Alligator Blood on top. Um, one at odds in for second is in Your Heart. It's drawn absolutely horribly. Mm. So yeah, 50 and a half kilos, Jake Ford on, uh, should make the weight pretty easy. I think, um, uh, that wind first up was great. A bit, bit flat, uh, next up, but he's, uh, she, sorry, he's just been so consistent and, um, she really loves the mile too. I think it really suits her. If she can, if Jake can find her a spot, uh, let him unfold, then I think she's, she's going to be a massive chance. Um, Next one for me is Mister Brightside. Zach, you're—I know you're a big fan of. I think Pertinon's huge. He's um, back back to winning that All Star Mile. The top three came out of the All Star Mile last year, so, so um, actually top four, I think, all came out of the All Star Mile last year in the Donnie. So you got to respect that form, um, for Alligator Blood and Mister Brightside. And yeah, I thought I think he's. It's got to be a massive chance as well, and probably <laughs> for the fourth spot, I'm gonna have to say one of uh, either Ossipenko or Zucoccia. Um Waller normally goes to the binary with his uh, three year old fillies, so I've got to say Zugotcha's got a bit of her, and same with Ossipenko. I think um, Ossipenko scratch out of that other race room, a, a massive chance here. Michael D is absolutely on fire this season. Uh, Forty nine and a half kilos. Um, barrier one. I think Ossipenko's a ripper chance. I backed it. Um, I backed it after the barrier draw. Just thinking he'd come in if he um, did get a run. And there was a bit of talk if he didn't get a run, Waller was going to scratch one of his to definitely get his horse in. So I think Ossipenko's going to be a massive chance too. But I think Alligator on blood on top for me.
0: Yeah, and when you mentioned Zach, we all know what Zach did the other week at Randwick when he just turned up and won both Group Ones. The the, Guineas,
1: He's the best shock in
0: the world, the Guineas and the Canary Stakes, was pretty funny. So Artorias in Intercommunist at both big odds too. So uh, Chris, who are you with?
1: He's the best shock in the world, and I will not hear any argument otherwise.
0: <laughs> Go on.
1: I am not with alligator blood, even though he's one of mine. He's one of yours, it's, that's for sure. It hurts me to, to do this, but I just don't think he can lead from out there. And that's his weapon. That's, his, that's the strongest string in his bow, and I don't think he's going to be able to use it on Sunday. thought he got found out without that weapon in his arsenal in the All-Star Mile, so i have just... Got to leave him out, unfortunately. I'm with Mr. Brightside. I think he can go back to back. Gets the world's best jockey. Maps perfectly. You can sit wherever he wants, just behind the speed. And going to be too strong late. The other ones I've included. Nuggets Run in the All Star Mile was epic, really good, and I think we will just get better going to this kind of high pressured run and not in- not having to do as much work. I think there will be a lot of speed. He's drawn out wide, but he'll just do his thing and maybe get to the outside of the track, which by that stage in the day might be the place to be. Protagonist, I'm a big fan of 2,000 metres back to the mile, especially at Ramwick, which is a tough mile, especially when it's a tough high-pressure race like this. The right trainer to do it as well, just really impressive, that 2,000-metre win at Rose Hill a couple of weeks ago, beating a decent field. Uh, Linderman was the other one I chucked in I was interested in including my Overon, who had done nothing this <laughs> prep it was really impressive last prep and was really a good stable so look that and that's a bunch of numbers I've left out heads of good horses but that's a bunch of numbers that are different to Tommy so maybe it's the same thing where you just put a big exotic bet on and you just pick one and go with it but yeah Mr brightside is on top but I, yeah look this race it's 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 Sydney's best race why don't you box why don't you box, five, mate? why don't you box
0: five mate why't do you box five?
1: I know it's not worth the most. The it is city's most raised. Maybe it should be worth a bit more money because it's it's unreal. Uh, if I had to box five, it'd be bright side nugget protagonists. Uh, I haven't mentioned any wallers, so you can probably make me look like a dickhead like you did in the cigar. So he could probably chuck one in. his in if track straight. If the track stays dry, maybe fangirl. Otherwise, Osepenko.
0: Okay, Coe uh, likes Osepenko now that it's got a run, as well as Gotcha. Um,
2: Yep. Just on that as well with Nugget, Chris, there's going to be an interview uh, on Sky tomorrow. Gavin Carmody caught up with Gibbo, who I think at 53 kilos at the moment, uh, dropping four to get to that 51 and a half. And a half. Yeah. So, um, he's he's doing well. Uh, from what I've heard, it's a really good interview as well. So watch out for that. On, uh, yeah,
1: right. I think he'll be oh, on really?
2: Sky on Saturday morning, but probably across our socials tomorrow afternoon. I love to, to
0: interview me. If I was in
2: get interview by one person, comedy. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if I was um. So if funny. I was trying to drop a few Ks, I reckon he might get on my nerves.
0: <laughs> True. The prick always just talks about my eyebrows every time I speak to him. Nice guy. Um, <laughs> I could make a joke there, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, well, go on. Um. The Derby is next. 2,400 metres. Sharp and Smart looking to do the double, um, the New Zealand Derby. I think it's a cracking horse. I think it's a pretty good chance. It's drawn very wide. Uh, it's $3.40. Huey is aboard. Pericles is looking to bounce back after unfortunately losing to Lindemann last start. Uh, $6 into fours. Mark Twain, which is just a funny name, to be honest, uh, coming over from New Zealand. $8.50. Man Zoys, Um Look, probably Mickey D is bored. Waller is there, it's drawn wide, we all know what it can do, Japanese Emperor is there, 26 and the 15s, Elliptical, uh, Stroke of Luck, if you watched that the other day, God, that was a tough watch, uh, but it did give Reese Jones his first group too, which was nice, it was cool to see the jockeys all get around him, Andalus is there, Zach Burton aboard, uh, nothing else has really been backed at bigger odds, uh, Sharp and Smart's a smart one though, eh, Tommy?
2: Mate, I think the Kiwis, I think all four of the Kiwis got a huge chance here. I've already boxed the uh, four of them into a trifecta, uh, just thinking that they could all run well in Sharp and Smart, Mark Twain, Andalus, and Fuller Sincerity. I thought and Sincerity was just um, just finding the line really well uh, in the Tulloch and good good form lines coming out of the Tulloch to normally take on the Derby. So... It's gonna be a huge chance. Andalus gets Pert in the forward, second in the Derby. Mark Twain, uh, everyone, everyone's tipping it. Um, out of that derby as well, running on really strong. And then you get to Sharp and Smart, who's just uh, could put three on him on this field. He could absolutely come out and absolutely brain them. I think he's I think he's gotta be your main your main pick because he's just a champion. Um, he can do it at a mile, he can do it over a longer distance. I'm really a fan of the horse. One at odds um, who has been going against the older horses and been doing all right um, is Domingo for John O'Shea, Brenton Abdullah. Uh, strung the last two wins together pretty impressively. If you can continue that form at $61, mm. maybe a little play each way.
0: All right. Chris?
1: Um, can I start this by putting two asterisks on what I'm about to say?
0: Okay, go on.
1: Number one, I hold two futures tickets for this race. One of them is Pericles at a very good price. I don't think Pericles saw out the trip over the 2000 metres last start and I now do not think he can win. But I've got it going at a good price, so I'm happy. Two, I also have a futures ticket on Sharp and Smart at better odds than is at currently, so I'm very happy with that and I'm happy to just leave that and kind of look around him, forces that can beat him. Can in saying him. that, that leads me to where I've landed, which is full of sincerity. Had a mm-hmm. better run than him in the derby. Not better run, did more work than him in the derby and was really strong late. Going to eat up the 2,500 metres and he's the wrong price. I'm telling you, he's the wrong price in this race because he is as good a stayout as sharp and smart, and is drawn better and, in my view, has a better jockey. Now, let me tell you who rode full of sincerity in the New Zealand derby. It was Wayamu Pin. Now, I don't know who that is, but I am pretty confident that Damien Lane is a better jockey than Wayamu Pin, and I don't think $20 is the right price. All
0: right, so we're landing there, $19 and $5. Yeah,
1: yeah I've still got a little bit of form to do on some of the ones down the bottom uh, of this field, but uh, if anything changes, I will certainly update the Facebook page. But yeah, I'm yeah, real keen. My bet on Saturday will be on Ford Sincerity and Daniel Lane. And Forsman, who has won a bunch
0: of derbies. All right, futures on Sharp and Smart, futures Pericles, and full sincerity is wrong odds. Have a couple of bucks at your 20 to 1. Kohai said, I'm chips in on stroke of luck with the futures bet, a proper collect at 50s. Also, like Andalus, oh, let's go. Andalus each way, the drift is surprising, and almost won again Sharp and Smart last start. It's over the odds. That's what he said. Uh, all right, so a couple of futures bets going there. We go to the last, the PJ Bell, and we got a shorty, Opal Ridge, going around. Uh, Luke Pepper, Tyler Schiller, Crack and Win last start. A lot of people seem to be on that without telling me last start too. I think Tommy was one of them. Two dollars thirty. Uh, Parasol is there. This is a horse I really like. Uh, it's five dollars. It's we go straight out to double figures. Magic Time, Russian Conquest with Zach Perton aboard. Uh, Willinger Beast, etc. Uh, Tommy, you with the fave? You sticking with Opal Ridge you giving Parasol some love,
2: mate? I uh, don't know where this I didn't tell you came from because I was a big fan of uh, Opal Ridge when it got scratched. Uh, late scratching in the barrier in Melbourne, and was a big fan of it last start. I'm still a big fan of it. Not as much speed in this race, so that could be a bit of a worry. But I think it's the best bet of the day. Uh, Opal Ridge, Tyler Schiller, Shil- Shil- Luke Pepper. Um, I can't. I still can't believe no one picked this horse for the Cosy Oscar last year because I, I think you, I think it would have won. So I'm a big fan of Opal Ridge here
0: to win the last. Okay, uh, Parasol is actually a horse I have at really good odds going to the Arrowfield. So it'd be nice to have a good run here. Uh, Chris, this podcast has just turned into futures. talking about your yeah. futures. To get to throwing you, throwing
1: your time. dick around. So <laughs>
0: it's the time
1: of year for it though, isn't it? Like- um, yeah, look, Ridge was amazing to the eye last start, and then I went back and looked at the sectionals, and I was like, oh, no, it was actually just amazing. So it was really good and hard to be against it. I agree with Tommy there's not as much speed here, but big field kind of leads to more pressure, so hopefully that just leads in a favour. Why is this race not next week on the same day as the Oaks as the three-year-old fillies? I just think it matches up well. I'm not a person who does programming but i just think that is where it should be uh later lagooners the mine so i'll be including uh mickey d group one mickey i know this isn't a group one but get the gets a soft draw we'll sit behind them probably good odds but yeah look probably a, n- a number of them that you're going to need to include in the last leg of the Quaddy, dashing legend Parasail, Willinger beast none of the ones that are coming from queensland because they're not going to win uh,
0: Sumptuary is one of mine. It doesn't get a run. It's win. Go back and watch it's win at Musselbrook. It was hectic. Sumptuary, yeah. Massive odds of gods. Uh, sublime. Not sublime. Coey uh, said Opal Ridge's run was sublime last night, and he thinks uh, odds are spot on. Stick with Opal Ridge. All right, that is all of Ranwick. Uh, Chris mentioned earlier on that he has a couple of bets around Australia that we're going to have to touch on before we start. We're not going to bother calling Koei, He's too pissed, and the... Football is not too far away. So, what do we got, Chris? Talk to me. They all pay the same, which is one of your lines. He should be pissed. It's his birthday. Good on him. Yeah. What we got?
1: Uh well, down at Morpethville, which is where some serious money <laughs> is to be had. Race what? Race eight. Angston is the top eight. And is over the odds, and I think Little Miss Cuby can beat Phil Zone in the sprint down there. Their carnival's just around the corner, and at Hawkesbury, look for a horse Ed O'Rourke in un- first first starter in this race two, the maiden Canice. I don't know how to say it. Its trial was unbelievable. Real keen on it. And Martial Music, which is the horse I own, or one percent of also at Hawkesbury in race five. As long as it does not rain, it will be winning.
0: <laughs> All right, I like that. I like the Morpherville male. I just, I just completely forget they run sometimes anymore. But uh, like you said,
1: their yeah, carnival's just around the corner. I want to go one day if I can find anyone coming.
0: to a Morpherville carnival. Um,
1: yeah, but yeah,
0: it'd be sick. Tom,
1: haven't checked the fields, but a horse called Picky, two-year-old, at Cranbourne tomorrow night.
0: Cranbourne tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, if it's in the field still, I haven't checked, but it was do you know a race? accepted. I do not.
0: Okay, good one. All right. All right, boys. Uh are we making a best for the day? Are we do we want to pick one each? Do you want to have uh, have something you want to land on, even if it's one at odds? Chris, I know you liked a couple of odds to even to run a place. Full of sincerity, maybe?
1: Yeah, best of the day. I don't know.
0: Chuck I something into place. To... Okay, Tom, do you want to start?
1: To to, to place, that's easy. Okay. I'll take Butch Cassidy.
0: Which Cassidy? Okay.
1: Race
2: six, mate. I uh, just going around the grounds real quick. I think uh, a bet in the Bendigo Cup. I think Munamec, uh mm-hmm. wins it. Uh, big fan. Uh, watch another one place um, in that. But my best of the day is going to be Oak Ridge. I,
0: yeah, big fan of horse. It's called the bet Six um, Golden Mile. It's a surprising one. Didn't even know he'd sponsored that. But yep, go on.
2: Who were they? Never. Heard uh, of never. Heard of uh
0: yeah uh, opal ridge best set of the day opal ridge A, yeah go chris
1: um uh, picky not going to cranbourne and he's going to bendigo on saturday oh, early on in the day in the two yard race and in the golden mile the bet 365 golden mile <laughs> lure me in for david pfeiffer is currently 51 dollars, and i think we'll run a heck of a race
2: uh, and just while we're at it i've got a future set for everyone <laughs> Oh. I think the Lemon, <laughs> lemon Tari in the Quokka just got a slot in the yeah, Quokka. Saw that. And $15 at the moment. I think it'll be shorter on race day. So back to Kementari for uh, the Quokka. Kemantari. Well,
1: what's, what's Uncommon James? What's Uncommon James at?
2: Uh, I think it's a pretty short favourite.
0: 350. Yeah, okay. yeah, it'll be pretty short.
2: Same with Amelia's jewel.
0: All right, well, Butch Cassidy to place, which is five bucks. Tommy's Opal Ridge two thirty. I am going Mister Brightside to make it back to back. We're going five fifty, so uh, sixty five. You might even get seventy to one, but it's a uh, big odds. So uh, Chris will be up first, which is always good. Race number six in the <laughs> sides, so winning. that's always good to start. If you lose that, just double that win. Tommy Brightside into Opal Ridge. But uh, boys, thank you for joining me. Enjoy the footy tonight. Uh, Tommy, I assume you're out at Round Week again in the truck on the weekend. I hope that's good. Chris, going out? I've um,
1: got a wedding, which is an absolute travesty. A wedding? Oh,
0: Absolutely the worst. No, you just say that. no.
1: And I'm going to ruin everyone's day. I'm going to get in the blue with Mrs Gum watching my braces on my phone. No one's going to have fun. But that's all right. That's I think what's going
0: to happen. Friend of the show, Ryan Gray, had a wedding on a Saturday. I believe it was Cox Plate Day. And... Uh, we, me and I think Stapo, etc., we were actually watching the race, um, on Lewis's shoulders, which was good. No, sorry about that, Ryan. Uh, shouldn't have, hey, we- shouldn't have a wedding on a Saturday. Yeah. Haven't
1: had me, ba- haven't had me on in a while. What's doing? Are we talking masters next week?
0: True. And it's the golf as well. So masters, if you're into it, you golf betting, uh, Chris and I have sort of done one, I think, over the last couple of years with Ollie. If you don't follow Ollie, uh, follow him. He is Aussie Beef Golf on Instagram. He is rubbing shoulders with the high, higher ups these days. He's always hanging out with uh, Hamish and Andy or Hamish. Um, he was golfing with Pat Cummins the other day. He's uh, if you need your golf and stuff, it's at Moore Park. He's good. Uh, he's pretty keen, to be honest, and he's a pretty good golf better himself. So we might do that. Maybe do it on the weekend if you're around, Chris. Maybe it's like Sunday, Monday, maybe That's- something to do. So.
1: That's great. As long as he's
0: keen. Don't worry about me. Yeah. He's keen. He's always keen. I think the last one we did, we, we might have filmed at a pub in Manly, actually, Chubbs. So, uh, golf pet, We will try and do something around the golf. The Masters is a cracker. Um, live golf people can go play that too, can't they? They can. don't think they're
1: going to do any well, though, because they're not putting on fast screens and they're not playing enough golf.
0: Yeah. All right, boys. Thank you for joining me. Thanks I will to me. talk to you soon.
1: Enjoy Saturday. Enjoy
0: boys.